What is up, everybody? This is Pat from 4.30 in the morning, and today is the Halloween Spooktacular. Yes, I'm very excited for this episode. Today, it's just me. Ben and I are doing separate recordings this week due to a couple of logistical issues. So, if you would rather listen to Ben's recording, his will be up at some point. Hopefully within the next day or two. If you're more of a Ben fan than a Pat fan, you might want to stop listening to this one and check out his recording. But if you want to hear what I have to babble about for a little bit, uh, you're in the right place. So today is the Halloween Spooktacular. We decided to do kind of a Halloween-themed episode. Um, first of all, I got a little bit of housekeeping I got to get out of the way. The Twitter is up. I apologize. I am not the best Twitter person in the world so I really messed up the original Twitter account. So there is a new one up now. It is at 30 in the is the Twitter handle that I was given by Twitter. I didn't realize that Twitter doesn't, you don't get to choose your handle on Twitter. So they gave me the handle 30 in the, so it's T-H-I-R-T-Y-I-N-T-H-E. And that is going to be where we're going to be on Twitter for the foreseeable future. You can still search the podcast 430 in the morning, all one word in the uh, in the search bar on Twitter, you should still be able to find it. And you will notice the logo for the podcast is also our Twitter profile picture. If you want to find us on Twitter, that is where you can officially find us. And I apologize for messing that part up. I'm not really a social media guru by any stretch of the imagination. So you have to bear with us. But we will have some fun stuff up on there. Planning to get some stuff up on that Twitter as soon as I get this episode on the interwebs officially. Anyways... The theme that we decided for this episode of 4.30 in the morning, the Halloween Spooktacular, is scary movies. We are going to break down our top five scary movies of all time on this episode. Ben is going to have a separate list. I'm going to have my own list. So I'm going to jump right into um, some of my scary favorite scary movies. First of all, I want to make a quick commentary about the horror genre in general. The horror genre is something I really enjoy, but... It should be noted that there is quite a wide range of different movies that would be classified as horror movies. I think horror movies, generally, the biggest connection between all of them is that they are designed to be scary. Scary is the first thing you're going to think about when you think about this movie. You're not going to think about it as like a sci-fi movie or a comedy or a or like a romantic movie or whatever. The, the horror movie is designed to be scary. First and foremost, so that could that could be a slasher movie like Halloween or um, Nightmare on Elm Street or something like that. It could be a ghost story, kind of something where the primary plot element is something supernatural. Like I'm thinking about like the others with Nicole Kidman, the old one, where it's still a really scary movie. Uh, it still gets called a horror movie by a lot of people, but it's definitely not like the bloody gutsy slasher movie. It's more of a paranormal. Um, ghosts are wandering around type of a movie. So, and then there's also, there's a bunch of movies in between, um, like Paranormal Activity. I don't know where that would fall. Would that be considered a horror movie or a scary movie? Um, I'm not going to get into those on this episode, but I think a lot of people might classify something like Paranormal Activity as a horror movie because it deals with ghosts. Um, the same could be said for like the Conjuring movies or that whole series. Again, it's not really bloody gutsy super bloody gutsy horror as much as it is really creepy stories and um ghosts and possession and stuff like that going on so there 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 is a broad definition of the term horror movie 
and I'm not going to really try to fight with anybody about what's a horror movie and what's not a horror movie, but I do think that the five movies that I'm going to go with for this list are definitely all considered horror movies in that sense. So my top five favorite horror movies, and these are in particular order, and they are the five that have had the best impression on me and are the five that are like, yeah, you know, I really can't talk about scary movies without talking about this movie or that movie or the other movie. I did leave a lot of classics out of this list. You know, I didn't I didn't want to get into the series as much because, like, Halloween, I don't know how many Halloween movies there are. Uh, Friday the 13th, again, great series, but there's, like, at least eight of them that I'm aware of. So it's very tough to determine, well, this is the good one and this is the one that's not so good because a lot of them follow a very similar formula. So you can watch the four, the first four Friday the 13th movies and they're they're the same movie. I mean, as good as they are and as entertaining as they are, it's, it's the same thing four times over. Just There's just little things that switch up here and there. So as great of movies and as important of movies as those are to the genre, they're not movies that I included onto this list. That being said, I guess the one movie I did include is a is the first part in a what became a pretty long series i think a four movie series and um that movie that i'm talking about is my number five movie on my list it is insidious insidious came out in 2010 and it is a it's definitely along the lines of more of a ghost story as opposed to a slasher it's not it's not a slasher movie it's definitely a a ghost story or a paranormal a paranormal story it's about a family they're having issues with the house and then they think they have a poltergeist in the mix and then one of the kids ends up kind of like falling victim to like a different entity. And basically the story is them trying to figure out what's wrong with the kid and whether it's the house's fault or whether it's whatever. And I'm not going to, I'm going to try to avoid spoilers on all these movies because I do think you should check them all out. But the thing with Insidious and the reason why it's on the list is this was one that I watched at like four o'clock in the morning after work one night. The first time I tried to watch it and this took me three times to watch because for whatever reason... Um, this movie scared me. The cinematography was really well done, and there weren't really um, a lot of jump scares. I think there were a couple. There was one really big one. It wasn't the jump scares. It was just the overall setting and the way that different things were kind of maneuvered into the film. That that movie gave me shivers the first time I watched it, and the one time I had to turn it off because I was just like, I can't, I can't sit here alone at 4:30 in the morning. Uh huh name of the show i can't sit here alone in the in late at night in a dark house by myself in a house that i already think is haunted to begin with i can't sit here and watch this and hope to get any amount of sleep tonight and then insidious it, it did deliver like the entire movie was enjoyable um i haven't seen any of the other new ones or the newer ones this one came out in 2010 but um yeah definitely worth watching and definitely scary enough to be my fifth favorite horror movie of all time there's really, they don't really don't do a whole lot wrong with it. And it did become a series, so obviously it did pretty well. Anyways, on to number four. And number four is definitely, I guess it's probably the, 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 this is definitely a slasher movie if there ever was one. But it's definitely also kind of a, kind of a comedy. And it's kind of a, it's a spectacle to watch at the very least. And this one comes from our buddy Rob Zombie, the rock star. And this is House of a Thousand Corpses. House of a Thousand Corpses came out in the... He shot it in the early 2000s, I believe. House of a Thousand Corpses is... It's a very... It's a generic setting. It's the kids on the road trip where they don't really know what's going on and they encounter some creepy people. And then it just starts to get worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. But also weirder and more entertaining and more... What's the word I'm going for? Macabre? Is that the word I'm going for? But in a... It's in a kind of like a... It's not really... It's kind of like a rock and roll type, weird, crazy, 
nonsense was going on. And the, I ended up encountering this family, and the family is completely whacked out of its mind. And it just, it, it's over the top in every way a horror movie can be over the top. It is probably the most over the top horror movie that I've seen. At least until, um, I don't know if it's a sequel or if it's a spiritual successor, but Drabs on me to the second movie called Devil's Rejects, which is probably a little bit even more over the top. But House of a Thousand Corpses is something different and it's highly enjoyable. Um, it's got everything in it in terms of just creepy, gory, weird disturbing as all get out the other thing i really like about it is uh, one of the actors in it is rain wilson before he became dwight on the office so it's kind of cool to see uh see dwight wandering around before he was dwight and he, he plays he basically is, is the same as that character in uh, house of a thousand corpses as he is in dwight just kind of like a, it's like you could imagine this is what dwight would be doing when he was 22 years old or whatever so house of a thousand corpses rob zombie yes number four favorite horror movie of all time it's not one you can forget. I've seen it three or four times now. It's And it is streaming on Netflix, and it is streaming on Hulu, last I checked. So, check it out if you haven't seen it already. I'm sure a lot of people have seen this one. House of a Thousand Corpses. It, if you like weird, creepy, gory, over-the-top shit, this is, this is the movie for you. Yes. On to number three. And number three is probably the first legitimate horror movie that I ever saw. And it is one of the... First movies that everybody thinks of when they think of horror. And that is Stanley Kubrick's 1980 masterpiece, The Shining. Obviously, The Shining is based on the Stephen King book by the same name. I don't know. Most people have probably seen or know what The Shining is about. Um, you got the, the family that's taking care of the haunted hotel in the middle of Colorado during the winter when they're snowed in and they're completely isolated from society. Um, the Shining is more, it's a, a kind of like a ghost story slash mostly a psychological thriller which i don't know i think psychological thriller is the type of movie that i enjoy the most out of the horror genre because it's it is intense it's a spectacle it's very well shot um scarier than shit some of the scenes that they that they put together in this movie are incredible it sticks with you it's not one you can forget as quickly and it's a complete classic of the horror genre a little bit bloody here and there a couple of scenes are kind of gross but it's mostly creepy it's mostly the psychological thriller aspect it's there's a lot of watching this movie and just wondering what is really going on how much of it is real versus how much of it is all up in the characters heads uh obviously jack nicholson is a a-list movie star and shelly duvall is the perfect actress for this role because she is completely off-putting in her own way Overall, The Shining, number three on my list. Uh, I really can't say too much more about it because it's it's, so, it's such a well-known movie and a lot of people know about it. But, yep, The Shining is number three. I, do, I don't think The Shining is streaming anywhere. I think I tried to stream it the other day. I do have the DVD, which is good. But The Shining, yes. Definitely anything you've ever heard about it is correct in terms of it being good. Definitely worth the watch. Worthy of number three on my list. Now, number two on my list is the most recently made movie on my list. This is one that I think gets a lot of credit just as a good movie, not to mention the fact that it's a very, very, very scary horror movie, and it's probably probably the scariest in terms of all the things that people get scared about in a movie. This is probably the scariest one on the list, and this is Hereditary. Hereditary came out in 2018, so it's only a couple years old now. Holy hell, is this movie something... It, it's awesome, and it's it's awesome in a lot of different ways. Hereditary, it has it all. It's, it's gruesome. It is gruesome. There are a couple of really, really, really gruesome scenes. 
you got all the things that kind of scare people. You got the ghost element. You got some gruesome scenes. You got some weird people, just weird people in general. You got some seance-related stuff going on, some satanic shit going on. There is a lot going on in this movie. And it comes together to quite the spectacle. Quite just... It's got the psychological side where everybody thinks the other person's going insane. You've got the creepy side. You've got creepy shots. You've got creepy things going on. You've got just weirdness going on. And it is a very weird movie. Um, it's not one you sit there without saying what the fuck a couple times because you're going to say that when you're watching this movie. But overall, Hereditary really, it captures a lot and it has a lot of really good stuff going for it. And Upon watching it a few more times, it's kind of like, it's it's a very relatable movie. Like, you can kind of sort of see yourself in the shoes of these different people. I once heard it, I was listening to a different podcast, and somebody kind of compared it to Seinfeld in a way. And it seems like a ridiculous comparison because Hereditary is a scary movie. There's not a lot going on that would make anybody really enjoy it, like, in a, like like a fun, loving way. But at the same time, there's a lot going on with it that is kind of just like, it's kind of just like you roll your eyes and you're like, yeah you know, welcome to my life type of a thing. And I heard them talk about this on the last podcast on the left. And, you know, they were right about that. That was a very, very astute comparison. And it's not the kind of thing you're going to see the first time you watch it. But if you watch Hereditary two or three times, you're going to laugh. You're definitely going to laugh. And if you watch it with somebody else for the first time who has not seen the movie, you're going to laugh a couple times. It is that out there. It is that weird but it is scarier than the shit too it's not one that you really want to put out in the dark and if you're alone by yourself because yeah you're gonna get scared it's got enough of that creepy creepy uh whatever going on that yeah and it kind of gives me hope for american or i don't know i don't even know if it's an american film i'm gonna assume it's an american film but i do not know that off the top of my head but it kind of gives me hope for the future of filmmaking because when i look at my favorite films in general not a lot have come out recently yeah, most of my favorite films are older movies, like made before 2000 even. I think one of my most recent favorites is Gladiator, which was came out in 2000. So Hereditary kind of gives me hope that there's something making movies that I'm going to enjoy in the future. Hereditary was, yes, incredible. You have to watch it. It is on Amazon Prime right now. It's it's a must-watch film. If you like anything scary or horror related, yes, this is this is one you can't you can't miss at this point. And a lot of people have put it down as one of the scariest movies of all time, and I kind of agree with that because yeah, it's unnerving. It's unnerving in a good way. Anyways, on to my number one favorite scary movie of all time. And this is one that I recently discovered. I only discovered this one this year, but I've seen it at least five times now. Every time I watch it, it gets better. And this is The Killing of a Sacred Deer. This was a 2017 movie. Uh, It starred Colin Farrell and Nicole Kidman. So you got a couple of big name actors right there off the get-go. And on the surface, it's just kind of weird because you got the father who's a surgeon and then you got the mom who's got some other stuff going on. Then they got the two perfect little kids who are kind of weird, but kind of normal at the same time. But there's nothing really weird about them, but that's kind of what makes them weird. And the whole family is kind of perfect and picturesque and nice, and everybody kind of, sort of, they all talk weird, and it's cute, and it's fun. And then it just starts to get really weird, and then they get this other kid who's, like, kind of like a, like, you're, he's, he's, he's a friend of the dad, but you don't really understand what's going on there. And then it starts to get darker and darker and darker as you start to put the pieces together as to what's going, what the why the kid's even there in the first 
first place. And then pretty much it, it kind of goes off the rails. But the killing of a sacred deer is something different. And it's very, very, very difficult to describe what makes this movie this good. But it's, um, I, I don't even know how to describe it. Cause it, it it's, a, it's a scary movie. It's a horror movie. It's one where you got the psychological creepy aspect of it. You got things going weird. All sorts of shit's happening. You got the creepy kid who you don't really understand. And then um, shit gets even worse and it gets even worse. But it's probably classified as a psychological thriller, which is probably the best classification of this movie. The The thing with this movie is you don't really know, like, what, what the point of it is. Like, what are they trying to do? Because some of the lines, the dialogue, the dialogue in this movie is unlike anything I've ever seen in a movie ever. Um, the actors deliver their lines very, it's very rigidly delivered. Everything is very rigidly delivered. I'm trying to think, I don't think a character laughs at one time throughout the entire movie. There's not a lot of emotion featured in the movie, but, and the things that they say, the things that actually come out of these people's mouths is unbelievable. They say some of the weirdest shit that I've ever heard in the movie ever in this movie. And I guess that's probably what makes it fun because you're like, you're like, you're kind of caught up in the story, but then you're just like, what the hell did he just say? Did he just say that to his son? So yeah, the killing of a sacred deer is it's in my top 10 favorite movies of all time. And it's definitely right in the mix as a scary movie. Cause it is scary and it is unnerving. And there's some, there's a little bit of blood and guts and whatever going on. But you sit there, I've seen it five times and I'm still sitting there like, what the hell? What, what even is it? It is a masterpiece. It's a great movie and it's so entertaining. And it's, I'll tell you what is it is one of the most fun movies to watch with somebody who has never watched it before because you just you, you see people cringe and it's a very cringeworthy movie but it's cringeworthy in a way that works. I don't know. This movie is this is one of the best movies that's ever been made as far as I'm concerned. The Killing of a Sacred Deer. And I guess it should be noted when I talk about The Killing of a Sacred Deer is that it is based on a ancient Greek play by Euripides. There's a name for you. Euripides. Euripides, excuse me, and it is based on a play called Iphigenia at something, but so the the whole story is based on an ancient Greek play, which is very interesting. It's very interesting to see that the basically the the the, the movie is is just a an interpretation of an ancient Greek play by Euripides. So I don't know if that means anything if it's worth anything. Um spoiler alert if you're an ancient Greek mythology person, but such as a fun factoid to throw into there. Anyways, um, so there you have it. Those are my top five favorite scary movies of all time. I don't know. There's a, my my tastes are a little bit different than the average person's. So with that in mind, it's definitely um, my favorite movies and not the best horror movies of all time. And to that point, there's there's a lot people. There's a, there's a huge market for scary movies because every year there's a whole bunch that get released. And there's just a backlog of movies between series that have gone on forever. Like the Friday the 13th series has been going on forever. And Halloween, they keep remaking it and making more and doing more with it. And then you've got the Scary Movie series, which is just a spoof on them all. And they've created 18 of those. So that's the thing with Scary Movies is there's always going to be a market for them. There's always going to be people that are going to enjoy seeing them. And they do make a lot of money and they're very popular. That being said, um, my favorite movies are definitely never going to be like the the good ones or the, the absolute classics or whatever. I think The Shining was probably the most popular movie that I listed by far. There could be people that haven't heard of any movie on my list except for The Shining, which wouldn't surprise me. Then you've got movies like The Ring and 
what was the other one I was thinking of? Oh, yeah, Conjuring, which, again, are very scary movies and are good movies, and they're cool, but where do they fall into the list? And it's been going on since the 70s. I mean, shit, uh, was it, what year did, what year did The Last House on the Left come out? Was that, like, 1972 or something? And, again, I don't know where the, where that even falls. Is that even a horror movie? But it's, it's kind of one of those movies where you're watching it and you're sitting there for an hour and you're just like, what the fuck am I watching? And then the last 25 minutes roll around and you're like, this is the greatest thing of all time. So the whole genre is kind of, there's a lot going on. There's such a backlog of movies to watch. Like I said, I've probably got 60 different movies in my house alone, just DVDs and Blu-rays that I've collected. Another recent one that I saw was Midsummer, which I think only came out last year. That one was on a different level. And again, I don't know what to call that because it's not really a horror movie. It's not, there's not, there is some, there's some gruesome scenes. Again, there's gruesome scenes and it's a weird pagan cult type movie, but I don't know what to call that. And then what would you call the Wicker Man? Either of the Wicker Mans. Are those horror movies? I wouldn't really consider them horror movies. They're just weird. Now, I would consider Rosemary's Baby a horror movie. Um, That one's just weird as fuck. And it's creepy and it's gory and it's disturbing as all get out. And it's made by a disturbing person in Roman Polanski who is terrible. But, um, yeah, there's such a, there's such a, it's, it's, it's a very weird genre. Like, okay, here's one for you. Here's one. Here's a deep cut movie. Species. Is Species a horror movie? I don't know if anybody's even seen that. I think they made two of those. Where, like, the, they got, like, it's like the alien-human hybrid chick, and then she breaks out of the laboratory and then goes on a killing spree. Is that, would you call that sci-fi, or would you call that um, horror? I don't know, it's a good question. And then Alien. Is Alien a sci-fi movie, or is it a horror movie? Or is it both? Is it possible for a movie to be both? And then the other one I was thinking about is Hot Fuzz, uh, with that Simon Pegg guy. It's kind of like, it's in the, the same group of movies as Shaun of the Dead. Now, people are going to call Shaun of the Dead a horror movie because that's what it is. It's a zombie apocalypse movie. Hot Fuzz is not that, but I have a hard time not feeling like Hot Fuzz is a horror movie just because of all the shit that happens in it, you know? John Carpenter has made a lot of movies. I would consider The Thing a horror movie probably more so than Alien. But then again, I also see a lot of similarities between The Thing and between Alien. And John Carpenter has made a lot of movies that are just, they're, you can't, I don't even know what to call them, but they're, they're cool. Uh, obviously Halloween is his big horror movie. Probably one of the biggest horror movies. I'm interested to see some lists of like what the most iconic horror movies are. I can't imagine Halloween is not on the top five of almost every list because it's a good movie. So, yeah, that's kind of my breakdown on horror movies. I do enjoy them. If you have any suggestions, tweet us at 30inthe, which is the single worst Twitter handle that has ever happened in the history of the world. But that's what we're going with for a while. 30inthe, T-H-R-R-T-Y-I-N-T-H-E. Find us on Twitter and tweet us some of your favorite movies. We would love to hear some suggestions. If you if we've mentioned if if you if you like any of the movies that we've mentioned, please let us know. And if you have any suggestions for us, please me especially, and especially if it's on Netflix or Hulu or Amazon Prime or anything that I can stream it on, please let me know because I'm always looking for new horror movies to watch. I'm trying to think of some of the last ones that I watched. I don't really have any good ones that really stand out recently. The last real horror that I watched was, and again, we're kind of floating the line between horror and just a ghost story, is The House, or the, the, excuse me, The Haunting of Bly Manor, which, if you guys haven't checked that one out on Netflix yet, yes, please check that one out. I kind of, I really like Haunted, the, the Haunting of Hill House. I really, really, really liked it. I really enjoyed it. But The Haunting of Bly Manor, I... I'm kind of sitting here kind of enjoying that one a little bit more. 
It's a little bit. It's a. It's a touch more self-contained. It's a little bit. It's a little bit shorter. That that show was creepier than all get out and i really like um kind of the historical side of it i think my my favorite episode and a lot of people didn't really enjoy this part of that show but my favorite episode was they did one where they kind of they did like an origin story of the whole thing and that was an entire episode and to me that was like that was my favorite episode in the entire little mini series because it was really cool to kind of be you're living in this haunted house and you're trying to figure out what the hell is going on and then to kind of just see the 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 cycle over hundreds of years of what has gone on in this house and then to see to 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 learn about the people that have lived there hundreds of years before and the tragedies of their lives in comparison to what else has gone on and to me that was just it was a really it was really well done and a lot of people that talk about that show are like oh that was the worst episode of the show because it didn't progress anything but to me i really enjoyed having that origin story and that's something I think The Haunting of Hill House could have benefited from, in my opinion. Because when I'm watching The Haunting of Hill House, as invested in the Crane family as you become, I think it's the Crane family. I want to say it's the Crane family. I got kind of invested in the different background ghost characters that were just kind of floating around that you really didn't have much of a story of. You had little snippets here or there that are pieced together. But I got kind of interested in what their tale was. And that's the thing that makes, to me, that makes the haunting of Blind Manor so satisfying is you get you get the complete picture in this one. So, beyond that, I don't really have too much more for you guys. This is gonna be a little bit shorter of an episode. We're gonna get back to our regular scheduled programming here next week. This week was a little bit of a hiccup. We both had a couple of different things going on that made it tough to get into the same studio and get a recording done for you guys. But I have my new studio set up. I'm recording this in my studio at home right now. Tomorrow, I'm going to get a couple more cables that are going to make it accessible to have a couple of guests in the studio with me, which is going to be awesome. I'm going to say that that is a cut. Um, check us out on Twitter. Uh, search for 30 in the morning, but our handle is going to be at 30 in the, and I apologize again because it is literally the stupidest Twitter handle that I could have been given, but I guess I don't get to control my Twitter handle, so... Uh, please tweet us. Uh, let us know what you think of the show. Keep listening. We're going to have a lot more good stuff. Uh, I apologize that it's just me this week. And Ben should be getting his own recording up. I can't quote you as to how quickly that's going to happen. Um, but uh, thank you very much for listening and check us out on Twitter. Awesome. Thank you very much, guys.